Hello everyone, it is Saturday, January 6th. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a parade through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. And this episode is not sponsored by the ever-delicious Farmer's Market Cranberry Lemon Muffins, but uh, it should be. I'm I'm officially yeah. half done. We've spoke yeah. for, what, 30 seconds? Not even? Yeah. Well, I, I, oh I eat God. what, I literally, I eat one of these for breakfast every morning. This yeah. is my breakfast, and then I have, like, a brunch later. Before I go on a detour but. down this, like, flavor city, um, now is the perfect time to tell you that we spoil things during our podcast, so please leave now or forever prepare for pop culture spoil pop culture spoilers. I can't speak when I have this much muffin in my mouth. Oh, that's not um, The whole... <laughs> Uh, the whole reason that we're actually eating these muffins is actually a bit of a tribute to uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we will, it is? Yes. One, a character in one of the shows we will be discussing today, their favorite food is lemon cake. Now, for some reason... I will get into it. Okay. Uh, for some reason, in Canada, there is a lemon cake shortage, and I'm saying that from just my perspective. I don't know if this is a legit <laughs> issue. There is no issue. I could not it's find everywhere. lemon cake. <laughs> I couldn't find lemon cake. So I settled for something that I knew we both enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Lemon and cranberry muffins. Yours is not safe. That's, that's Well, you can thought. start eating mine if you, if you get hungry. <laughs> um, uh, so each week we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable to us. We also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories surrounding interpreting different pop culture items. And lastly, we'll play a quick mm -hmm. round of Twist the Sister where one of us loves something that the other hates or doesn't know anything about, etc., etc. And we open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right, whomever that may be. Um, so what's this week? This week so is about this what? This week we are talking about, I like to just call it dark series, because okay. we are talking about books slash films. Uh, books slash TV show and books. <laughs> um, and they're uh, all dark. Yes. Thematically. Yes. Um, to start it off, we are going to be discussing Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Your report. Very detailed. Just for me, it wasn't very entertaining. It wasn't meant to be. When I write about people, I try to entertain the reader. Fenestrum wasn't entertained much. Uh, your boss, Romanski. Now, he tells me you only do jobs that interest you, so I suppose I should be flattered. You gonna sit down? He also says that you're the one he goes to when the job is, um, sensitive. That's the word he used. Sensitive. Yeah, I'm gonna use illegal, because that's what it was when you hacked into my computer. No, I'm not gonna do anything about that. I could, but I won't. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell you a story, and if it entertains you. Maybe you'll decide to help me research further. And if not, I'll do the washing up and you'll never see me again. What kind of research? Elizabeth. Oh, can I call you Elizabeth? I want you to help me catch a killer of women. Now, you were way more invested in this than me. Oh my me. god. For the so longest time, it was my I, favorite I'll series. I'll quickly say my thing, and then you can, like, dive in on so it's it. It's called the Millennium Trilogy, first of all. Like, yes. there's your first issue, and I'm already taking offense. Um, the Millennium Trilogy, and I only call it a trilogy because I know that they kept writing them after he died. He Steve died. Larson? Yeah, yeah. And I take offense to that. Like I feel like th those three is those all are that should have been writing. written. Stop writing more. They're like, literally ghost writing at this yeah, point. Yeah, it is not. Just no, no. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the book because I read it for school for a project. 
And the whole reason I read the book in the first place was because, because I watched the movie. No, it's because of me. I forced you. I was like, you have to read this. And yeah. You're like, fine, I'll do it well, for school, but I, I have to I do it. I read the, um, or I read the book after I had seen the movie, which mm-hmm. once again probably is out of order. Um, the English Definitely. version, not the Swedish one. Um, Daniel Craig and Rooney uh, Mara, who deserved an Oscar for the role. Um, I like that it was like a thrilling tone and like there was mystery that kind of holds your attention for both the book and the film. And Elizabeth Salander is both dark and gritty, but at the same time she acts in a way that you can tell she's still she's feminine. A moral compass. She's still feminine. She still wants what a woman wants in like romantic situations. You want yeah. the guy to like you back. You want things to go your way. She's also a good she, role model. She has she's a driven. moral compass. She's though. driven. She has a moral compass. She's been through shit. She's done some really. She does some really shifty things. Yes. but she has a moral compass without um, question. And she's very much a vigilante justice type of person. person and yeah. it never tasted so sweet. <laughs> um, and that being said, I haven't finished the books yet. Uh, I'm on the second mm-hmm. one. I'm on the second one. I just, I get distracted by romances and then I leave it. I told you, you it's a problem. So you haven't read, arguably, this, the first one is a standalone brilliant You're talking book. about Hornet's Nest is the best? Hornet's Nest is my favorite. Yeah. I love Hornet's Nest, I'm just, but I'm, it doesn't have an ending. It's truly like a second book where I am scared you need that I, I'm scared that I'm not going to get what I want. It's also like one of the reasons I'm yeah. putting it off. Oh no, en- enjoy it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but that, that's it for me. You dive in on it, because I know how much you love it. What am I going to say? I love it. Like, there's nothing to talk about that... I just... I love it. It... I... I love it. What do you want me to say? Well, we have it's a podcast, so we need to say something. It's extremely dark, yes. Uh, in the sense that there are some horrible facts of what life is like in Sweden, right at the beginning of the book, that tell you exactly what you're going to get out of this book. And you get exactly that. Um... It taints who she is as a person. It really impacts um, her view of the system in which she lives. She does not feel like anyone is out there to protect her, so she's going to have to learn to protect herself. And she does that in ways that are (sighs) criminal. Like, some of the things that she does are, are criminal actions. But she partners up with a journalist... Who is investigating? He's like a social pariah the, at the moment, though, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. In the initial um, book, they are doing an investigation of a, a very wealthy family. Um, so it, it is They're definitely more isolated it. than the other ones. The other ones go onto a much larger scale. Um, but they're looking into a disappearance. Yeah, which um, leads to the whole story. Yeah, and and there are there are lines crossover like what happens is thematically similar to what happens to somebody else mm. and it it pulls the story together it's definitely a big motivator um but he the, where it came from like the main character as well Mika Blomkitz he is very much um derived as like it, it's a self-insert like Stieg Larsson wrote for a magazine in Sweden <laughs> That was all about, like, social justice and things of that nature. And that is arguably, it's contended, like, contentious, but um, arguably he was murdered because of some of the things that he was writing. Mm. Um, and that is Mikael Blomkvitt's character as well. He is, he writes for Millennium. And Millennium is the name of the trilogy, of course, but it's also the name of the publication that he's part of. 
Um, and I mean, there's some complications as well because like he he is he's a single man doing single man things. <laughs> where and and that like it makes it complicated for you because you're just like okay, I don't know how I feel about this person because I know what I want, I know what character I love, <laughs> Lizbeth, and the whole time you're just like I don't know how I feel about this person even though they're not, not necessarily doing anything wrong meanwhile she is blatantly doing criminal things and you're mm -hmm. just like but she's doing them for the right reasons so I give zero fucks yeah and and that's kind of how I don't know I love that series I, I don't want to give away too much because I truly love it if you are really not into reading, I, then I will give yourself say, the shitty version. I will even say that the in movie. the movie, when Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara, their chemistry is great. Yeah. Like, I went in thinking, in no universe yeah. are these two going to get together. And then when it starts to kind of start yeah. happening organically, I was like, what? If you have to, like, if you have to not give yourself the joy of reading the books. If you have to be that person and be like, I don't read. Fine. <laughs> Watch the movies. You're gonna get a, a diluted version of it. But it's still decent. Like yeah. I, It's still a, an honorable method. It's worth the watch. And one of my favorite things, which so speaks to the director's like original place in time, the director for the version that we're talking, not the Swedish versions, but the, the English language, Americanized Hollywood version, um, he... It, it, sorry, it's it's David Fincher, who people know from like Seven and things like that. Um, David Fincher, very famously, was a music video producer and director before he became a movie, like a film director, a proper feature. Film I director. love when this happens because it always turns out. Do you know? Do you remember the intro? The what? intro to the movie. To oh, the, it's amazing. The intro to the movie is amazing. It is dark and it floods you with imagery, but it is such a music video. Yeah. And it's all going to a cover of, um, oh, what is it? Come to the Land of the Ice and Snow, the Led Zeppelin. Mm. What, what's the song called? Oh, is it the, isn't it, no, not the Immigration Song. Immigration Song, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's the, the whole thing is that song. I love when they do the whole, ah. Yeah. Because you have, like, the tone underneath that's, like, building to it. But it is such a music video. Like, for th for a good three minutes, he just made a music video. Yeah, and it's the opening credits. <laughs> but, like, you have all the thematic stuff, like, the motifs that up. come through the movie are all in there. It's great. It doesn't happen very often with movies anymore. They usually try to, like, thread you right into the story. They do a similar thing with Loved the other it. one that they did with Loved Claire Foy, the girl who's caught in the spider's web. Oh, yeah. No, whatever. I haven't seen it. That one they do a very similar of the trilogy, thing. so it doesn't count to me. It's some made up shit. It, it is made up, but it feels totally. They're all made the up. Same. They're all fiction. Like by the way, these are all fictional stories. Whether or there not is no based. Lisbeth Salander. Yeah, which is really sad to me. But <laughs> but I truly don't count anything outside of the trilogy, which is terrible. Like it's not canon, and therefore I won't read it. Mm. So, okay. Anyway, on to our next thing. This is the food thing that I was mentioning before. I'll get into the food it. food thing. Okay. So, um, we are going to be talking about the dark series, Game of Thrones. You should have taken the realm for yourself. Jamie told me about the day King's Landing fell. He was sitting in the Iron Throne and you made him give it up. All you needed to do was climb the steps yourself. Such a sad mistake. I've made many mistakes in my life. But that wasn't one of them. Oh, but it was. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Okay, so I'm going to have to interrupt again. <laughs> it is not called Game of Thrones. It's called A Song of Ice and Fire. 
Like, again, we have not got the name right from the books. It was the Millennium Trilogy, not the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It's the Song of Ice and Fire. So now that we've corrected that, now we can talk about Game of Thrones, because I know what we're really talking about here. We're talking about the show because I series. haven't seen the book. I haven't read the book. Neither books. one of us have, has completed the series. I started it, I never got it. Are you talking about Game of Thrones, the show? Yeah. I watched all of Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. Oh, no, you mean the books? The books. No way. Game of Thrones is not a book series. It is a TV show. It is the title of one of the books, though. Anyway. I started the book series. I did not get very far. I truly did not get very far because I got really into the TV series, which is terrible. You should always read You the put books the book first. down and you hold the remote. <laughs> I did. I really did. Um, honestly, the Game of Thrones holds a special place for me in like a very lighthearted way. And it was, I, I was like much further into the series, but it was one of the reasons why I would come and see my husband before we were married, like when we were dating, we would watch this together. Mm. So it was kind of a nice, it's, it had a nice memory, a nice connotation when it really shouldn't considering what it's about. Um, I don't think we could ever cover this series in 10, 15, 20 no. minutes. Because it's so in-depth and yeah. it's so intricate. So, are we talking um, about this from a perspective of, like, what's so, our, our theme here? Um, the first thing I want to talk about is, this is the only family that I actually care about, and it's the Starks. Um, now, in the Starks, you got Rob, you got John, but John is Jon Snow, so he's kind of adopted. Jon Snow? Yeah. Snow is, like, kind of the name for bastard children or illegitimate children. There's so many snows in this show. Lots of snows. <laughs> snows left, right, and center. Um, but you have Jon Snow, you got Rob Stark, you've got Sansa, Arya, and you have Bran. Bran? I can't stand him. Sansa? Gets better. My opinion does of her as the show goes on, but for the first half of the show, I'm like this whiny bitch. Um, but Sansa is actually the reason we're eating these today, because her favorite food is lemon cake. Is it really? Mm hmm It's mentioned. And Sansa's my favorite. I know you love Sansa. I loved Arya. I, I will live and die by the fact that she should be running shit. She did not start off as my favorite. Sansa did not. I, 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 I can like only... Her, I like her growth in, in the I series. like her growth, but it's not enough for me to say that she's my favorite Stark, because my favorite Stark is Arya, followed closely by Jon Snow, and then Sansa. Rob was an idiot. <laughs> and Bran is a dick. Because oh Bran's like, I'm the seer of all things, but I can't tell you anything. Then what's the point of you, man? What is the point of you? Yeah. It'll affect the future. Oh, shut up. I can't stand him. And there's a whole theory. You, there, there's so <laughs> many crazy-ass fan theories that, like, when I went down this rabbit hole, I was scared I wasn't going to get out. Because people believe some wild shit. Like, they think Bran, because he, like, can kind of time travel that he, like, a future version of him time, tra time travels? Like, when he has the visions and shit. They, there, there's it, a whole theory that he, like, uh, time traveled okay. so that he kind of went back into himself to push himself forward so that Jamie Lannister would push him out of the window so that he was considered, you know, someone not to worry about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the freak is this shit? Like, how bored are you at home where you're like, he time traveled and forced it to happen? I don't think anyone is just like, you know what, I don't want to walk, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make it be. Um, but that's, like, a whole other issue. Then you have the Lannisters, Cersei, Jaime, Tyrion, um, that's, you want me to go into the first theory? Yeah. So, there's more than one theory? There's two. Okay, One is a, a lot more minor than the other. Okay. I, 
I like just both of these jump theories. Right, these are the right two in. theories that I see potentially. If you don't know Game of Thrones, we're not going to be able to explain it to you. So Tyrion Lannister is Peter Dinklage, and Cersei is what's her name? I don't remember Lena. Uh, Lena something. Yeah, um, they're supposed to be brother and sister in it, but the fan theory is that Tyrion Lannister is actually Cersei's son. Okay. So, Reddit user Maritza Beth. Okay. Uh, they brought in that Oberyn Martell, while recounting his Casterly Rock visits as a child and all of that time hanging out with the Lannisters, he states that. Wait, he. Is Oberyn a guy or girl? Doesn't matter. Um, they state. I thought it was. Uh, he states that Cersei loved Tyrion so much that she would shoo away his wet nurse. Specifically, like, initially I was just like, that's just a kid being a kid. Like, oh, that's my sibling. Mm -hmm. But specifically the fact that he mentioned shooing away the wet nurse kind of freaked me out a bit. And I was like, huh. Um, and she would turn around and say, he's mine. Mm -hmm. And shoo them away. Um, the potential problem with this is that Cersei apparently is only supposed to be seven or eight years older than Tyrion. So, okay. Supposedly. So, she shouldn't have been having him at that age question is, do you think it's In possible? In this series, anything is possible. Considering the relationship she has with Jamie, there's very much a chance that Incest. Tyrion is their son. Yeah, it's, impo it's possible, but my problem with that theory is, like, the whole... There's the not mother, a lot of the, evidence. The mother, well, A, not a lot of evidence, but also the mother dies. Like, the, the mother doesn't exist because she dies in childbirth having Tyrion. That's the rumor. According to the theory. <laughs> But, well, but there's no mother, so, like, there is... But, like, she could have been killed for all they know. You've seen Game of Thrones. Yes, but I don't know. I, I take constantly. issue with that one in particular. But okay, yeah. second theory. Second that, theory. that one actually had more sound than half the shit I found, so I okay. was like, I'll hold on to that one. Oh and the God, other one, okay. this one I actually kind of like. This theory is that Jon Snow and Mira are twins. Who's Mira? I'll show you a picture of her after. Um, so Reddit user Tongue Pop came up with the idea that uh, Lyanna or Liliana, whatever her name was, her that was the sister to Ned Stark, that she actually gave birth to two children, twins, but um, to keep things secret, John went off with Ned, and Mira was adopted by Howland. Now, as you know, Howland and Ned Stark were buddies. They were, like, friends at the time. Um, so, with them being friends, is it a guarantee that your buddy is going to just take on your sister's child? It's not as likely that, like, they're just going to be like, oh, sure, I'll take this kid because you need me to do you a favor. I'm struggling to put together this theory. Like, I'm, um, I'm not sure who we're talking about. It also means that Mira is a Targaryen. I'll show you a picture of her and you'll remember her. Um, Mira, M-I-R-A? M-E-E-R-A. M-E-E-R-A. Um, Why am I not thinking correctly here? When you see her, you'll see what I'm getting at. So the main thing that caused this whole thing to come up is the fact that John and Mira are the same age in the franchise, and that they actually kind of look oh, alike. They okay. kind of look alike as well, which... The one who's taking care of the younger brother, Bran. Yes. Okay. Um, the fact that she kind of looks like Jon Snow is one thing. They're also the same age, and that they do think it's plausible enough that Ned Stark and his buddy would take on the two kids that his sister had to get away from the Targaryens, right? Okay. But this also means that Mira is also a Targaryen. Which mm. is interesting. Yeah. There's not a lot of evidence on it, but I think it would be cool if that is know. true. It's, it's too weak for me. I, w I would not... I mean, I couldn't deny it, but I've never watched the series from that perspective, so it's harder for me to respond to that. So, I don't know. 
The fact that I they, don't know. The fact that they look they look alike, similar. and that's about it. But I mean, so does everyone else. They all have greasy black hair for most of but, the series. Like I was thinking that's when I was look. when I was thinking about it, though, I was like, oh no, that that doesn't make any sense. Like your your body's not just going to take on a kid because you're asking, hey bud, can you do me a favor? Yeah. But then I was like, hold on, they actually look alike. Like it's not like someone's just like, oh, they happen to be the same age. Like they have similar I think there's a eyes lot of stuff and in the like book their eyes and their hair, and, like though. all of this. I was like, huh. There's some crazy shit. I think there's a lot of literature that can can really deny it. But there's some crazy people. People love Game of Thrones. So much so that they come up with weird stuff. It's very intricate, so it gives you a lot to talk about. Well, you know the the really shitty guy that marries Sansa and attacks her and everything? Yes, yes. There's a whole theory that his dad is a vampire, and that, like, he's taking on (laughs) his son's, like, he could, because he can do the thing that Arya's trainer did, where you can change your face. Yes. But he's just them, and he's just living forever. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, it's, it's nuts. There was another one about, um, what's her name? Really, the blonde that we wanted Jamie Lannister to end up with. Oh, um, Brienne of, T- of Tar? Tar? Brienne. Yeah. Brienne. I can't think of wh- where she's from, but Brienne. Um, there's a theory that the whole reason that she's huge is because the one type of people, they all grow up huge, and she's, like, the long-lost sister, because they, they mentioned earlier on that there's, there is a lost sister. There's a lot sister. of room for them to, to Like, there's the so many ways I kind of like that work. theory, though. Yeah, I do kind of like yeah. that. But there were loads of them. Game of Thrones is complex enough. I yeah. don't need a fan theory. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm good. I found, like, so many, but the problem with having that many fan theories is that a lot of them are freaking bananas. Yeah. Like, people say some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, just because they think it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Love Game of Thrones. I'll, I'll, I'll take a Fan theories, not as much. Yeah. Um, so the last thing, I will be twisting you for our Dark Series week. And we will be discussing only the book series. Because there are no other versions of it yet. Yeah, I was gonna say. The Cruel Prince. So... I'm coming from a place of, like, just obliviousness. Like, yeah. I, I know The Cool Prince is a big deal. I know that a lot of people are reading it. Yeah. I, I have it on my list. I like, was actually, I was behind reading it, because I read I it, it this year. I have it on the library. I, I read just it this year. It. Um, and, like, people were going nuts for it in, like... Book talk more than anything. Yeah. Like, people everywhere. But people were going nuts for it when it, like, initially came out, because Holly Black, who did this, yeah. also did, like, Spiderwick Chronicles. Oh, really? Yeah, so she's very good so you at... you have a very she, long history with this She's very author. good at, like, world building, and uh, okay. especially the fantasy element. Okay, dark fantasy um, element. Got and it. you know how I like romance books? I was very hesitant to read The Cruel Prince because I heard that it wasn't that romantic. Okay. Um, but I also was interested to find out what do they mean by very little romance. So it was enough. <laughs> it was enough to get me to start reading it. And when I say I was hooked, I'm not kidding. So, in the first book... Why, why were you hooked, though? So, the whole idea is that at the very start of this, you find out that these two twin girls, identical twins... Okay. They are human. Okay. Their mother... Yeah. ...was with a guy who was, like, an ogre guy. Okay. And they had a daughter. Yeah. That is their older sister. Okay. But the mom didn't like him. The ogre. She she tried she, she to didn't escape. want the Shrek in the swamp tri- karaoke dance. She party. tried to escape him to the human world, okay. took their daughter that they had together, and met a man who was like a blacksmith. Okay. In the human world. Okay. But he was very good. Like he could like wove magical shit. 
even though he was just human. Okay. She got with him. They had this the two feel, this twins. This feels very much like Wicked, the beginning they of had, Wicked. They had the two twin girls that are human. Okay. So now you got the three kids. One who's magic, mm-hmm. two human. Well, he shows up, the ogre guy, mm-hmm. slaughters him right in front of him. Oh, okay. And the two twins... Okay, are you ruining the book for me? No. Okay. This is literally like the first chapter. It's like a prologue. Okay. Um, the two twins... Okay. And the daughter... Yeah. They get taken back to... Magic land. The magic land. Yeah. Um... The swamp. <laughs> and... While they're there, because they are human... Yeah. And, like, the magic people there, all the fairy people, they can live forever. Is it like forever. Mirabelle in Encanto, where it's like, she doesn't have a gift? Is it no, like that? no. 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 Okay. Um, so when they're there, they get treated like scum. Because their idea is like, mortals are so fragile. Like, we could just snap your neck and it would be over. Like, they're very condescending and cruel to them as a result. Okay. Well, the one twin, Tyrion... She's like, I'm going to marry someone who's magic, because part of it is, like, they can give you a gift of some sort so that you eventually have some sort of magic ability anyway. Yeah, so people so, will leave you so the fuck alone. Her plan is, like, I will woo marry someone, I will okay. woo someone, and they will love me, and everything will be fine. Okay. Jude, who is your main character. Yeah. Jude is, hey, like, screw Jude. that. <laughs> she is, like, screw that shit. Um, oh. I'm not doing it. What's, what's her plan? Jude... Um, decides that she wants to be a knight. She wants to, like, work for whoever's okay. in charge. She wants to be that person. A female knight? Is this something that happens in this world? Yeah, you can have, like, you can be a part of the guard, which is, like, basically security okay. of the fairy place. And okay. that's what she wants, because no one takes her seriously enough, um, to really give her this, but it's mm-hmm. something that she's striving for constantly. And the guy who murdered her parents, despite the fact that she hates him for doing that... She also knows he's the only person, because he's, like, a general. Yeah. He's the only person that can train her well enough that she could actually succeed in it. So she does lessons with him, learns swordplay and everything, and her twin does it as well. But she doesn't really care about it. She's not really focused on it. She wants to marry into it, like I said. So... And the whole thing that starts this in motion is the guy who's in charge, who's, like, this big fairy king I feel like you're telling me too much, honestly. No, he's super old. Um, his children have decided they want his throne because he's gonna die soon and you've got two okay. main players that are fighting for it it's very game of thrones in that sense like okay. you have people fighting for stop the throne stop telling me like i'm swayed like you you can stop yeah it's already on my library list yeah i definitely want to to read it it's big though so i need yeah. to uh, devote the time for it stop telling me like no more but like ruin nothing so more my point is there's a huge event that occurs in the first one that sets everything else in motion and how many books are it, there Three. There's technically five. There's three in the original series. Then they did. We're talking did, canon trilogy. Yeah. Then they did. Okay. Then they did King of Alfheim. They did three. King of Alfheim because that's where they live. Alfheim is the name of it. Okay. Uh, and that's Cardin. That's the okay. King of Alfheim book. It's told from his perspective. You get illustrations as well as a story within it. They released that I'm after good. the fact. I'll, I'll stick and then with you the have three. the Stolen Heir, which is really the fifth like book. It. It's the newest book, the Stolen Heir, which okay. is it's connected to it. Okay. So you can read it. So I'll stick with um, three, though. Like, but, as I said, I'm a canon person. So, here's my canon. Here's, here's three. I'm good. I don't need to veer off into yeah, well, spin-off land. The King of Elfham one is more of just, like, a continuation and also a bit of, like, Cardin's perspective on certain things. That's mm-hmm. what that one is. I have that one, too. That's good. Okay. Um, so, like... What you're saying is I should borrow this book from you. From no, you. you're not borrowing any books from me. <laughs> 
I learned from when I got one back dog-eared. Never again. Um, but my point Monster. is, it's a very immersive world with very complex characters, and the world building. Who is are you trying great. to sell? I already said, stop telling me anything. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not a big person on world building. There's a few exceptions I'd make to that. I really liked Wicked. I like Harry Potter. And that's about it. I'm not really into anything else. I'm letting you know now. Characters will die in it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. In the first book? In the Cruel yes. Prince book? In the first book. I think in all of them. Okay. Let's... Um, no more. No more. Tell me nothing. Um, Stop. There's also a very good sense of don't, justice don't and karma in it. Don't it for me. Uh, there's magic and you get your emotional impact. Are you just reading your notes at me now? Stop reading your notes at me. I know. The last thing I want to talk about, because I mentioned, I got into it in the first place because I wanted to see what they meant by, like, no romance. Yeah. Now, you already figured this out pretty quick. Cardin, who is, like, the youngest son to mm -hmm. the guy who's in charge. Yeah. The king of Elfham. Yeah. The youngest son, Cardin, he's kind of breezed through by hanging out with, like, snotty little brats of the other rulers of different parts of the realm. Okay. He hangs out with them. They do whatever they want. And Jude pushes back on that and because she pushes back on that they have a very enemies to lovers vibe and why are you ruining things for me stop telling me i don't want to know i like being surprised can i tell you one line that i absolutely love it's in, the first, going to do it's it whether, in the first book whether or not it's i say only, you can you will it's only so. in the first book because there's a whole scene where she like has a knife to his throat and everything and she's like you have to tell me the truth or i'll kill you <laughs> um he turns around goodness me and he says to her because she goes, you know, tell me why you hate me, tell me this, tell me that, tell me all these different things. And when she turns around and says, tell me why you hate me, he gives, like, a very bland reason initially, and she's like, there's more. And he turns around and he says, I hate you because I think of you often. I, it's disgusting, and I can't stop. And holy shit, Chelsea, was I on the Jude and Carden love train after this line? Because this whole I time... I won't be, because you just ruined it for me. No. This whole time, they've acted like they hate each other, but this is, like, the first time that you're sensing, like, this could work. Okay. This could work. Okay. So, yeah, it is worth the reading. I'm going to be swayed back to not wanting to read this if you I keep going. I flew through it. So. I flew through it. You should, you should read it. You'll love it. <sighs> you you really will. Oh, it's so good. I'm, I'm, I might reread it when I go home. No, read now. the second Millennium Trilogy book. Finish that. I don't know, Chelsea. It's just, it's too good. Okay. But it, yeah, like my books that I like are so, are not. No, I I'm on it. It's really? just it's not really it's not the top priority. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's it for our dark series week. Um, or dark series episode. Uh, go. Winter is coming. Go read the Millennium series. Yes. And watch Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. And read the the Land of Ice and Fire. <laughs> the song. The song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> and watch you Game of Thrones. You like you knew that was wrong, I was too. like, it's wrong, but how? Um, <laughs> and watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then read the Cool Prince series, because it's freaking off. All right. Have I'm not a kidding. Good they're all week, dying. everyone. Bye, everyone.